I think it's recording now. Ah, I guess it is. Okay, I can do my uh, cliche intro. Okay. And then we can start our interview. Sure. Okay. Once upon a time in Egypt, there was a... I don't even know what to say. I'm just winging this. Okay. So, like, the first time I, I, I read your story, it was really interesting because, like, you're talking about a place in Alexandria that you probably spent quite a long time in. Very true. How was that for you? Like, is this based on some personal experience that you've had? Well, um, to begin with, it's about having sort of flashbacks to my college days. Um, I used to be a college student in the Faculty of Arts, and I spent a lot of time in the campus there. And usually during winter time, when I go um, out late, I find this batata fender. (laughs) Yeah. And also, as a person who likes a lot of cultural events, I used to go a lot to Bibliotheca Alexandrina to attend some, you know, lectures or gatherings or events that are held there. And still, I would see uh, a very wide range of people coming in and out, you know, and again, the Botauta vendor. From here, I got the inspiration, um, if I were in that man's shoe, how would I perceive life? Like, how would I see it? And uh, what would be my own comment about it? So I thought, why not? Like, to speak from the point of view of the vendor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's um, an interesting point of view because... There's, it's it's a place in Alexandria where there's a lot of intellectual shit happening. <laughs> uh, also, a very, very a place that's formed with a lot of people that want to make a living. I totally agree. Um, like the base of this story, uh, mainly I would consider it a mere fiction. Like it's, it's just uh, put, putting some elements together that might be driven from... Um, the actual life but then again it's it's mere fiction and the point is that usually when i write a story i i like to emphasize on the fact that the opinion or the thought uh, or the notion that is not commonly thought about like mainly people would pay their attention on big things or famous things or things that steal the spotlights right away but we don't think that simple people or uh, simple themes might have deep meanings or, or, or deep stories to share. So this was my main focus, like to try and grab a really interesting story from something that's very simple. You might uh, overlook it, like if you pass by, and then when you carefully pay attention to it, you find it's a, a cornerstone of a society or a cornerstone of um, an important theme in a way. Makes sense. Yeah. Have you actually had any sort of conversation with this batata uh, vendor? Never, never, (laughs) never in my life. 
to be honest, I'm a very big fan of sweet potato. Oh, and, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a very big fan. And I had a lot of beautiful memories uh, with my mother having sweet potato together on wintry cold nights. And uh, the idea of, to me, the resemblance between how it might be something um, very precious, but like a blessing in disguise, you know, you, you'd say it's like potato, it's like, it's nothing like, a, for example, a malting cake or a cheesecake or whatever. But for me, it's like the essence really lies within. So from here, I started to like put things together, like my own feelings and memories and childhood memories, I mean. And then actual facts, like from my college days and this batata vendor standing there. Um, and then again, my point of view of how society is being dissected, you know, and make a hodgepodge of all these things together uh, to form one entity that would make a, a sense to the reader in a way. Yeah, also like sweet potatoes here suck like in Egypt. They are really, really sweet here. They are just like yes. another form of potatoes. Very true. Yes. A, a mutation of a sweet potato, if you would like to put it. Uh, but yes, yes, the Egyptian sweet potatoes are the best. They are, I don't know, they are the best. What can I say? They are. It's true. Do you want to uh, say anything else? Anything in particular that you want to highlight in the story that, like, uh, I, I know, like, when I write stories, there are certain small details that I put in that uh, not everyone notices, basically. And then I, uh, you know, I, I just wait for someone to notice them and just tell me, oh, you meant this by that. Do you have something like that uh... in the story? Well, the main thing that I wanted to highlight in my story was the idea that um, people are eager always uh, to have their complete share and uh, guarantee their fortune and make sure that they get everything, like as a hundred percent everything. And um, the thing is that um, Sometimes we have exactly what we need and what others do not, but we always look on the other side, you know, like, no, that's not enough. Or um, maybe the other person might have something better than I do or a better fortune. fortune. And um, to me, I wanted to make like a resemblance between the sweet potato as an eatable gold and the idea of the uh 24 carats of gold you know like i don't know if you know the saying you know like that everyone have their you know complete share and it's like the 24 uh in number as a total but uh people always look um on the share as it's going to be in money or it's going to be you know being famous or but sometimes your true fortune is simplicity having a mere simple life that you're actually satisfied with. And when you're asked after a very long time, have you been satisfied about your life and have you achieved what you want? You get the guts to finally say, yes, I am. While others might have a lot of fortunes and a lot of fame. And yet again, when you ask them, are you satisfied? The answer wouldn't be actually 
hundred percent yes. So that was the 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 main idea in my brain uh, when I wrote that story, and I wanted to all be under the term or the umbrella of like really like um, the simple Egyptian society, you know, that something that you would see on a daily basis, but you haven't actually deeply thought about it from a philosophical point of view. And like knowing that you uh, don't live in Egypt currently, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. what's what's the thing that you miss the most about this community or this uh, society, except sweet potatoes, of course? Uh... <laughs> Well, actually, I'm, I miss a lot of things, but one of the most important things that I do miss is um, the simplicity in our language and the depth in its, you know, pun. Like sometimes <laughs> we, yeah, like sometimes we use, you know, like one of the famous words, the colloquial words is malish, yeah. you know, and and you would never like be able to, Uh, count down what malish entails in so many situations, you know, and you just don't find that here, you know, this kind of sarcasm and this uh, like simple flow of speaking, you know, especially with people from um, simple social background, you know, I believe they are the best to have a hilarious conversation with um, and get a good laugh. They make life at ease in a sense, you know. I think that's it uh, from me. Okay. So unless you you want to say something in particular, I'll just leave um, the floor for you. No, I just like um um I just want to thank you for like you know having this wonderful conversation, and um, I hope that everyone reads or listens to this story would really enjoy it. And uh, will be able to see with my eyes the way I saw the beauty in the sweet potato and in uh, Maisa. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks a lot, Salwa.